pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Three little children are dead, ages three, two, and just six months old. As of right now, we are hearing multiple reports of cause of death, COD, stabbed, bludgeoned, drowned. What happened to these three children? And why was it so important that they die? Police swarming this apartment complex along Reseda Boulevard after an unthinkable crime. Three children, ages three, two, and six months old, found dead, discovered by their grandmother. I can't even fathom that. It's devastating. It's hurtful. Now they even know the people. The initial call coming in as a stabbing. Many neighbors, moms themselves, having a tough time hearing what happened. My heart is broken. Like Every time when I see news about children like this, my heart breaks in pieces, you know. And now it's like right in front of my building. I can't, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable is absolutely correct. That's where we were first hearing that the cause of deaths of these three little children was stabbing. Again, I'm Nancy Grayson. Thank you for being with us. I know that sometimes cases, especially cases involving children, are very difficult to grapple with. But the reality is that we want justice and we don't want this to ever happen again with me an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again veteran trial lawyer kathleen murphy joining me out of north carolina and you can find her at ncdomesticlaw.com dr angela arnold renowned psychiatrist joining us out of the atlanta jurisdiction and you can find her at angela dr michelle dupree former medical examiner, forensic pathologist, and author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide and others. Justin Boardman, former detective, Special Victims Unit, West Valley City PD, now at Boardman Training and Consultant at JustinBoardman.com. But first, to Aton Wallace, news reporter, KGET-TV, 17 News in Bakersville. And you can find him on Twitter at Aton Wallace, also 
All you have to do is plug that name in online and he pops up everywhere. A ton Wallace. First of all, take a listen to our friends at ABC7. On the sidewalk outside this Reseda apartment building, people leave flowers, toys, and candles in memory of three children, the victims of a horrific crime. Their heartbroken godmother placing photos at the site, identifying them as Joanna, Terry, and Sierra Denton. They were the most happiest kids I ever had around in my life. Man, I never thought that we would have to lose them so soon. The grandmother of the three-year-old, two-year-old, and six-month-old victims found their bodies after returning home from work Saturday morning. Back to Aton Wallace joining us from KGETTV 17. Aton, tell me about the area where these children were found murdered, and there's no doubt they were murdered. Nancy, this is the Reseda that's in the West San Fernando Valley part of Los Angeles. Uh, Reseda is a neighborhood in the San Fernando Valley near L.A. It goes all the way back to 1912. Beautiful neighborhood. What can you tell me about it? Is it industrial? Is it rural? Is it suburban? What is it? Certainly a lot of people who live there, I would say it's not it's not rural. A lot of people live there. This is the, this is the West San Fernando Valley, not far from the 101 uh, and 405 freeway. Definitely a lot of people live there, uh, and uh, it's a place that I can tell you, for one, that I, I know a lot of people who grew up there. So certainly a place where people, uh, a lot of people live in Los Angeles. It's Matthew. a favorite of the film industry, thanks to all the parks and communities there. It was originally founded for agriculture, as is much of California. Absolutely stunning. And three little children dead doesn't really fit into that scenario. But what we know to Justin Boardman, uh, former detective special victims unit, is you can be in a completely rural area with a low crime rate, and it doesn't matter. Crime can find you. It absolutely can. Um, and thanks for having me. Uh, this is, it, it can happen your next door neighbors. It can happen out on the streets. This sort of crime is not, obviously it's not predictable. And it could be anywhere. Yeah, you know, when you say out on the street, when we hear our murders, we think, oh, you know, this was during a robbery. This was during a burglary. This is related to drugs. I will never forget uh, in New York when the news hit me that in a posh neighborhood in Atlanta, at the gates of a country club, a guy was getting an Uber from a wedding, uh, a wedding party and got shot down by somebody looking to carjack and rob. And you would have thought it was the first murder that ever happened. It was such a shock to that neighborhood because there had never been a murder there before. But it does happen. And right now we are talking about in a family neighborhood, three children found dead. And at first we are hearing that they are stabbed. You know, the reality is to Kathleen Murphy to find three children dead is highly unlikely. That rarely happens in their own home. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, Nancy. It's becoming more and more common as we read our news. And I, and I would simply suggest to you that there's a problem out there that we're going to discuss today. 
you know, straight to Dr. Angela Arnold. Earlier, Dr. Angie, we were hearing from our friends at NBCLA and then from ABC7. And it's very interesting that we're getting conflicting accounts of how the children were killed and that almost immediately there is an outpouring of balloons and flowers and candles outside their home. People do that, what, from the hope to solve the case, from uh, shock, from uh, sympathy. The shock of the community here, I think, is very important. Yes, and Nancy, I think that people do it because somehow they want to be a part of it. You know how complete strangers will come and, and they're, they're curious because even though these things continue to happen and, and people continue to be unaware of the warning signs to look for, people are, people are always amazed when something like this happens. Like, oh my God, this is the first time it's ever happened. And people really do weirdly want to be a part of it. Well, I think it not in a, a weird, prurient way, but in a way that they want answers. And like all of yeah. us, don't want it to happen again. To Dr. Michelle exactly. Dupree, forensic pathologist, uh, has written Homicide Investigation Field Guide. Dr. Dupree, tell me, if you were to walk into that scene as not a medical examiner, but as a medical examiner investigator, what do you do with a scene like that? How do you process a scene with these little children's bodies and manage to keep going and not breaking down? And what forensics do you look for? Nancy, you have to be very professional. And this is when those children need you the most. So you have got to keep it together. One of the things, well, many things that you look for, you process the scene as professionally as you can, and you look for every single detail. You look for clues of what happened, where are the children found, you know, what are the circumstances. You look at every single thing, and you photograph, and you measure, and you do very, very detailed work so that this does not go unpunished. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, Joanna, age three, Terry, age two, Sierra, just six months old, found dead. First reports that they were found stabbed dead. How does that happen in a suburban family setting? Take a listen again to our friend Kim Tobin, NBC LA Cut One. Police swarming this apartment complex along Reseda Boulevard after an unthinkable crime. Three children, ages three, two, and six months old, found dead, discovered by their grandmother. I can't even fathom that. It's devastating. It's hurtful, and I don't even know the people. The initial call coming in as a stabbing. Many neighbors, moms themselves, having a tough time hearing what happened. My heart is broken. Like Every time when I see news about children like this, my heart breaks in pieces, you know. And now it's like right in front of my building. I can't, it's unbelievable. The search for the killer is on. And then a sudden twist in the case. Take a listen to our new friend from KGET 17. It's the shocking admission now making headlines around the world. Liliana Carrillo says she murdered her three children Saturday at this apartment complex in the San Fernando Valley. I drowned them. I did it as softly, or I don't know how to explain it, but um, I hugged them and I kissed them and I was apologizing the whole time. I love my kids. During the emotional one-on-one interview in both English and Spanish at the Lerdo Kern County Jail Facility, Carrillo broke down in tears, saying she drowned her children to protect them from their father, with whom she was in a bitter custody dispute. She alleged he was involved in human trafficking. I don't want them to be further abused. Okay, I'm getting so many conflicting reports. Let's go to the source of knowledge. Here we go. Aton Wallace, news reporter, KGET-TV 17. Aton, again, thank you for being with us. When you first learn, while the, the man hunts on for the killer, that mommy says she, quote, killed, drowned her children softly, I find that hard to believe because even when Andrea Yates drowned all of her children, her little bitty baby girl, Mary, who was just a few months old, maybe mm, 10, 11 months old, was covered in bruises where the child tried desperately to live. Okay, so I, I doubt anything was done gently. When you first learn, mommy had admitted to three murders, what did you think? Well, Nancy, first of all, it's tragic. I thought it was tragic, number one, but, but, uh, you know, my job as the interviewer was to follow up and, and ask and ask further questions, you know, t- to take me more through this. So uh, it was tragic, number one, and um, I tried to let her speak as much as I can throughout that interview. So she spoke to you directly, Aton. Yes, she did. It was an in-person jailhouse interview at the, the Laredo Jail in, in Kern County, north of Bakersfield, California. Aton what was her demeanor? Because she sounds very calm. That's a great question. That's actually how she struck me, Nancy. You know, she walked into the, the jailhouse room in shackles. We immediately say hello. I'm standing up there. She's standing up. And she says, uh, you know, I say hi. I actually refer to her as her first name, uh, Liliana. I say hi, Liliana. She says hi, Mr. Wallace. Very calm, both of us say, please have a seat and thanks for being here. And then we kind of got right into it. And you are absolutely right. She was very calm. Do you know she was medicated? I asked her that uh, very question and she claimed that she was not. So she was calm and she was 
not medicated. I find that very, very interesting. To the rest of the panel, you are the experts. If you have a question for Aton Wallace, jump in because this mom's demeanor, I mean, uh, as you may know, Aton, recently my whole family was diagnosed with COVID. And I put on a calm front for the children, but away from the children. I was not calm at all. I find it very interesting that this mother who has just murdered her children remained calm. Aton, she told you that she drowned the children? Indeed, she told me uh, she, she, she drowned the children. And, and then she proceeded to go through um, what she said to them in their final moments, Nancy. When you say what she did to them in their final moments, what do you mean by that? Well, she specifically went through uh, what she was saying to them. She said she was kissing them and constantly saying, I'm sorry and apologizing to them. Uh, but then to, when asked to specifically to take us through m more of where it happened or, or how it was done besides the drowning, she then was a little bit more reserved, but she did take us through what she said to them, uh, including her final words, which were, I love you and I'm sorry. You know, I find it very difficult to um, make this, make the facts jive, fit together to reconcile the fact that when the grandmother found them dead, she thought they had been stabbed. Another report says bludgeoned. And mommy is saying she killed them gently by drowning them with me is the man who spoke to mommy in an in jail interview. Aton Wallace, take a listen to more of what we learned was said behind bars. Do you regret any part of I regret meeting the father of their kids. I regret accepting to go out with him. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have had my kids and I wouldn't be in this situation. But you do not regret what you just told me. You do not regret murdering your children. It's not the same thing. Obviously, I, I wish I didn't have to, but I, I'm, I'm glad that they're not going to suffer. They're not going to be continuously harmed. This is the biggest dump truck full of BS I have ever smelled in my life. I mean, a whole dump truck. Okay, so you ask her, Aton Wallace, do you regret murdering your three children? And she says, I regret saying yes to the first date with my husband because he put me in this position what? I've got to count how many times she said, I, 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 I. It's all about her. Did you just do a backflip when she says, I regret dating my husband, Aton? Well, you know, I, I, it wasn't a clear answer, right, if she regretted her actions. And, and, and you're right, she didn't answer the question directly. And it was such a long interview, Nancy. And by long, I mean a half hour in English there, raw interview that I asked that question on several occasions. And on another occasion, I said, I asked her again, and she said she wishes her kids were alive, yes, but she also said, do I wish I didn't have to do that? Yes, but I prefer them not being tortured and abused. This is her 
uh, quote there. Oh, she doesn't uh, think murder is abuse. Let's play that again. It's our cut 16. Listen to Liliana Carrillo in a jailhouse interview with our friend, Aton Wallace, KGET 17. Listen to this woman. Do you regret any part of I regret meeting the father of their kids. I regret accepting to go out with him. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have had my kids and I wouldn't be in this situation. Stop right there. Stop. Stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. I, I, I really don't know which way to turn, but I guess I'm going to go to the psychiatrist. Dr. Angie. Do not yeah. start up with me about um, postpartum depression. This woman had depression and she self-medicated with pot. D- doesn't yeah. pot make you more depressed? Well, pot can have a lot of different, can actually have different effects on different people. I have a feeling, I mean, I don't know this, but I have a feeling that the pot may have somehow been calming her down. It certainly sounds like she has some sort of fixed false belief about the father of these children. That's not insanity. She. Okay, let let me just rephrase my question, Dr. Angela. Mm -hmm. You're the psychiatrist. You prescribe drugs. Uh, What was your major? Other than psychiatry? Uh, my specialty is taking care of women who are okay, pregnant. Okay, well, no, no, I didn't ask you your specialty. I asked you your major in college. What oh, was biology. it? Biology. Biology. So you should know the effects of marijuana on a system. I think you should. And yeah. it's my understanding it puts you in a, like, often like alcohol can end yeah. up making you depressed. It can. I'll tell you, Nancy, it, believe it or not, it does do different things to different people. But I it believe calms you. a lot of people. Okay. Some people it activates and other people it calms. She was probably using it to calm. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Woo! So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, I'm having a hard time taking in that this mother, Liliana Carrillo, age 30, 
murdered all three of her children to protect them from abuse. What abuse? Uh, I want you to take a listen to more of what we know about this case. Listen. Do you regret your actions? I wish my kids were alive, yes. Do I, do I wish that I didn't have to do that? Yes, but I'm, I'm, I prefer them not being tortured and abused on a regular basis for the rest of their life. Do you believe your children were physically harmed? Yes. To add to that, do you believe your children were physically harmed when you say you drowned them? No. I did it as softly, or I don't know how to explain it, but um, I hugged them and I kissed them and I was apologizing the whole time. I love my kids. I love my kids. I was there every day. My first two kids were born and went straight into NICU, and I promised I would protect them. Okay. So she killed them. Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina, at ncdomesticlaw.com. Let it rip. Oh, my goodness, Nancy. So this is the very case that I just had in Wake County Family Court. Our judge gave me an emergency order, but I went to the court and got an order directing the sheriff to remove the children from the mother who had lost touch with reality. And I don't know why there was not an order directing the police to remove the children, but I do know something that's very concerning. And why are they not investigating this grandmother who may have assisted this woman in avoiding this order and misrepresenting the facts to CPS. Hold on just a moment. We're putting the cart before the horse. Aton Wallace, KGET TV 17. Look for him online. There's a lot to find there. Aton Wallace, wasn't there a bitter custody dispute ongoing? You are 100% correct, Nancy. Indeed, there was a bitter custody dispute over the three children. In fact, the children's father was supposed to see the three children once every two weeks on on every other Sunday. And, of course, the day before that Sunday, that grisly discovery was made. So, Aton Wallace, uh, her defense and others. I'd like to step in here, Nancy, with Aton. And, the, and clarify something. Hold if I on. May. On this panel, would suggest that mommy was having depression, uh, had been postpartum, and was self-medicating with pot. But I find it too much of a coincidence, which there is no coincidence in criminal law, that the day before daddy's supposed to have his visit, she kills them. She blames the murders on daddy. Um, she would rather them be dead then let the dad have visitation and custody. She said, I'm sorry at the time that she did it. And not only that, she goes on a, uh, let me just say, wild chase. What what were you saying, Kathleen Murphy? Jump in. I'm sorry. Uh, The guy had an order for emergency custody. And so his contact on that, uh, that that he was supposed to have every other Sunday uh, visitation, he had an emergency custody order that she was evading, I believe. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Aton. Jump in, Aton. Well, indeed. And from, from my understanding, the, the father, he actually petitioned the court for custody on March 1st, alleging their mother was delusional and had taken the kids and refused to tell him where they were. Now, um, as far as the actual 
uh, as far as the actual agreement there or, or what the court decided, I hear that they were extremely slow and the father did not get what he was trying to get. That's what he wanted though, right, Eitan? Yes, that is Okay, guys, exactly what if you're wanted. feeling sympathy, which uh, sounds like Dr. Angie Arnold is starting up with depression and postpartum, take a listen to Alex Bell, 23 ABC News. The woman accused of killing her three children in Los Angeles and carjacking appeared in a local court today. Investigators say Liliana Carrillo killed her three children amid an ongoing custody battle in Los Angeles County. And after those alleged killings, Carrillo traveled through Kern County where she was reportedly involved in a carjacking. Carrillo was arrested in Tulare County. And as far as the ongoing murder investigation goes, Assistant DA Joseph Kinzel says those proceedings are being taken into consideration here in Kern. The Los Angeles Police Department is investigating the potential homicide case down in Los Angeles. That investigation is not complete. Uh, while we do liaison with the Los Angeles Police Department to make sure we understand what's going on because it does have an interplay into the charges here, uh, we don't have a complete investigation at this point, so I'm not going to speak for them. Rio is being held on a $2 million bail for four felony counts, including carjacking and attempted carjacking. She is due back in court on May 7th. Okay, to Justin Boardman, former Detective Special Victims Unit, West Valley PD. Justin, this is not a woman sobbing into her pillow. She kills her three children and then goes out and carjacks the car. Don't even start preaching to me about postpartum. Absolutely, no. Power and control certainly plays a part in this. I uh, This isn't a mercy killing. This is out of spite, and that's how I'd start building my case. But I would also take a look at um, some of the system's failures, a writ of assistance, um, like um, the attorney was saying earlier. Um, why didn't that happen? And try to fix some of those. Wait, let me understand what you're saying. Justin Boardman, you're a courtroom pro and an investigative pro. When you say writ of assistance, and let me just be blunt, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people don't know what you're talking about. I think what you're saying and legal police jargon is the court didn't move quickly enough. The father was trying to get full custody because the mother kept hiding the children. And the absolutely. court wouldn't rule. Was that what you were trying to say? Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And when you just said something, it really struck a nerve in me when you said this was not a mercy killing. And that reminds me of Andrea Yates. Take a listen to our cut 18. This is Fox 13. You know, precious, precious kids. So. A father's tears as he returns home where Wednesday his entire family was destroyed. He was at work when his children were killed. His wife, Andrea, says she did it. You know, then I called my wife again, and I said, well, what, what's wrong, Andrea? And she said, she said, you know, like, you need to come home. I said, is anyone hurt? And she said, yes. And I said, I said, who? And she said, the children. And, I said, and she said, all of them. Veteran police officers went into shock after seeing the beautiful children laid out on the bed. The oldest still in the tub. They had all apparently been drowned by their mother. This is the hardest call I've ever been on. And I know for the, for the other officers that, that made, made the, the first response, that were the first ones here, is very difficult. I mean, you, you, don't, you don't expect something like this. Now, Andrea Yates was 
undergoing a lot of mental illness. Uh, I believe she had five children very quickly. She had been living in a school bus instead of a home. Uh, when her husband decided to issue modern trappings and a comfortable lifestyle. Long story short, however, she waited until her husband left to go to work so she would be alone with the children. She locked all the doors. She took them systematically one by one by one so the others could not interfere. And she did it in a method so she would meet, meet the least resistance, which shows intent to kill. Now, in this case, however, Aton Wallace, KGETTV17, you can find Aton online. Aton, we're getting so many conflicting reports that the children were stabbed, the children were bludgeoned dead, and the children, according to mommy, were drowned gently as she apologized and told them she loved them. Well, that's, that's just a crock of BS. Okay, let me just, that's a technical legal term, Aton. I don't know if you've ever used that before. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zinn nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience. Which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, a mother has admitted to murdering her three children. So what is it, Aton Wallace? Is it stabbing? Is it bludgeoning? Is it drowning? Well, Nancy, I wish I had the exact answer to that question, but from what the mother told me in the jailhouse interview, that Saturday morning, she woke up and she drowned the children, she said. She drowned them to death. But, you know, to you, Dr. Michelle Dupree, forensic pathologist, former medical examiner, author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide, it, it, there's no mistaking when you go in and you think a stabbing or a bludgeoning has occurred, there's no way a drowning would look like that. A drowning probably would not be referred to as a grisly crime scene. Nancy, that's true. And one thing that we have to remember is that in order for a medical examiner or someone to certify a death as a drowning, we have to exclude every other cause. It's called a diagnosis of exclusion. So if there is some other reason that these children are dead, then that would be the cause of death and not drowning. 
You know, another issue to you, Dr. Angela Arnold, psychiatrist, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. She is at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Dr. Angie, yes. why would she lie, if she did, about how she murdered them? Well, I, I don't know if you're going to like my answer to this. I can tell right now I'm not, but go ahead. But I'm wondering if she even recalls bludgeoning them. And then... And then she drowned them, and that's the part she remembers. That's just my psychiatric take on this. I have not spoken to this woman. Okay, Dr. Angie, actually, I don't feel one way or the other about what you said. And you know why? Because I don't care. I don't care if she doesn't remember that she drowned them or bludgeoned them or however you put it. The reality is that it was a, quote, grisly crime scene. The children were first reported stabbed. Now there are reports that they were bludgeoned. She says she drowned them in a soft and gentle triple homicide. Uh, How could she not? I I think she's trying to minimize what she did to them by saying she drowned them gently. I know. I know. And, And probably a lot of people think that. But, Nancy, my problem with this whole thing is why was this not picked up on? Why didn't somebody take these kids away from her? Well, I'm glad you said that. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to jump in on this one too, Nancy. Because it was back in that February question. that the father was awarded custody. And apparently Aton Wallace from KGET TV seventeen, she has been keeping the children from the dad and he was getting fed up with it. Well, from what she said, Nancy, in, in the JLS interview was yes, she definitely uh was with the children uh, for a lot of it and did not want the children to be with the father. That's exactly right. Kathleen, was that you jumping in? Yes, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, I'll tell you why he didn't have the children. It's because the family court system that we presently work with doesn't work. It absolutely does not work. And if, if the court took it seriously, they would have given him an order that allowed him possession which would allow the police to pick up these children. The grandmother knew where these children were, and I'd like for that whole matter to be investigated. Was she a part of keeping these children and knowing that there was an order out there that granted the father temporary emergency custody? And Nancy, we have so many situations like that all the time where emergency custody orders are in fact denied by the court. So here we have the dad coming to get the children the next day Uh, In the past, it would have been for visitation. Our understanding is that mommy would hide the children. The dad then gets custody from the court, but mommy keeps hiding the children. Those are the facts that we are discerning because the facts aren't clear yet. But listen to this. Take a listen to more of KGET 17's Aton Wallace in a jailhouse interview with mommy, our cut 15. Well, I tried to drive myself off a cliff. I, Saturday. Yes, I tried to kill myself so I can be with my kids and it didn't work. And there were a lot of inadvertent car accidents along the way because of blood loss, I'm assuming, where I passed out and that unfortunately didn't do anything. And so I tried getting to the top of a cliff so I can drive myself off and die. In the process, did you attempt to carjack or carjack anybody in Kern County? Um, in the process, my car got stuck in a ditch, and so um, I did um, 
want to basically kill myself, so I intended on making it, getting it done. And doing so on Highway 65, did anybody try to help you? Or? Yeah. And what did you say to those person or people? I didn't want to help. And you took their vehicles? I did. So let me understand this, Aton Wallace, KGET TV 17. Mommy's so distraught that she murdered her three children that she tries to drive off a cliff when, in fact, she ran the car into a ditch. You know what, Nancy? Uh, in, in, in fact, what was interesting is that she actually told me she tried to die by suicide there in Reseda, in the San Fernando Valley. She claimed that was unsuccessful, so she then drove two hours north up to where we are in Kern County, near Bakersfield, two hours north of Los Angeles, where whatever unsuccessful suicide attempt she had, she was bleeding. She claimed then she was uh, in and out of consciousness, supposedly, at which point she crashed her car. Then when Good Samaritans tried to help, she said no, and she claims that she stole their vehicles and tried to then go up into the mountains. Uh, obviously, she was arrested in those mountains. Go up into the mountains, but somehow yeah, she, the children die and she's alive. So would you describe the mountains as a place where someone could hide out akin to, for instance, the uh, Olympic bomber Eric Rudolph, who stayed hidden in the mountains for years before he was caught? That's a great question. Indeed, these, we're talking about the Sierra Nevada mountain ranges here where they have it's, – it's not – uh, very well populated uh, in some parts of these areas and uh, high elevations. Yes, you could definitely hide out in those areas. Okay, between the carjack, the claiming to drown the children when actually they were found either stabbed or bludgeoned, according to reports, the blaming the husband who was nowhere near the scene, fleeing the scene, it all is adding up to premeditation, which is really hard to form if you're insane at the time. Uh, it's not the first time a mom has killed her children. Take a listen to Our Cut 23. This is our friends at ABC Action News. Does the name Julie Schinnaker ring a bell? A good mother, an image Julie Schinnaker still clings to, and the stunning reason for murdering her own children Calix and Bo. In her first interview since her arrest, she tells me she sees herself as a savior, not a killer. That's the only thing I can think of doing to protect her. Staring at the floor, the 54-year-old mom held fast to claims she saved Bo from a molester, though she offered no names or evidence. And she claims through murder, she saved Calix from rape and from mental illness. Two demons, Scheneker says, she experienced. She doesn't expect anyone to understand. They'll never understand. The mother says the moment she pulled the trigger, she knew her plan worked. I saw them, their body, their little soul went right out of their body and went to heaven. They never died. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't understand. She also blamed the husband, the father in that case, because he was away on travel all the time. So often the mom kills the child and blames the dad somehow. And she is by far the first. Was that Kathleen jumping in? No, it was, it was Angie Arnold. Go you ahead, know, Dr. Nancy, Nancy, 
nobody understands this. It is, it is not understandable, but I'm telling you, Nancy, I have treated these people. I thank the ones that at least get to seek some sort of treatment. Nancy, I have listened to women in my office, postpartum women, look at me and say, when are the witches going to stop, stop coming out of the air conditioning unit? Nancy, postpartum depression can turn into postpartum psychosis if it's not treated. She had three children very close together. The husband was afraid of her being depressed, and it just it doesn't get better on its own. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And I know that it seems I it's a horrific evil act. But Nancy, I'm telling you these these people think that they're either hearing voices or something telling them to do this, and they think that what they are doing is truly saving their children. What I blame is the is the system. I hear you, Dr. Angela Arnold. And as much as I would like to go ahead and convict her and send her on to the death penalty, I also want to know, was she mentally ill? Right. I do not want a mentally ill person, woman or man, dad, mother, put in a general population with other inmates that would tear them apart. That's not justice. But I keep thinking about these three children now dead, and I want answers. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Tired of routine Walgreens trips? Get rewarded for shopping with Drop. With Drop, you can earn free gift cards on groceries, gas, and more. Download Drop now and use code DROP55 to get $5 in points. Join Drop today. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.